Welcome back. Thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Matt Hurley. It is episode 14, and on today's episode, I have an interview recorded with DMV comedian Sean Nelms. So you can follow Sean on Instagram at Sean Nelms, which is spelled S-E-A-N-N-E-L-M-S. Besides that, you can follow Sean on TikTok at Sean Nelms Comedy. And in addition to being a hilarious stand-up comedian, Sean is also a writer, an actor, and produces a very successful web series called The Pod Lodge that you can find either on YouTube or through the link in Sean's Instagram bio. Uh, So Sean has previously done the uh, Federal Hill Comedy Showcase that Bill and I co-produce. He absolutely destroyed. He's a great joke writer. Um, In addition to that, uh, Sean has done the uh, Magoobies New Talent Competition. We and him were on the same show, and he was a finalist in that. Uh, He's been doing comedy since 2016. He's done stand-up in uh, Baltimore, in Philly, in New York, and I really appreciate him taking the time to sit down and have this discussion with me because he's just a... I mean, he's hilarious, but he's also a very nice guy and a, and a good friend. So uh, this podcast was recorded Wednesday, July the 13th at the Tin Roof Open Mic. So the previous episode I did with Bobby Ray and this episode with Sean uh, was recorded on the same night. And the uh, Tin Roof Open Mic is a free stand-up comedy show that occurs every other Wednesday hosted by either Garrett Harvest or Sean Leverett. I highly recommend you check that out if you're in the Baltimore area. Um, so before I play the interview today um, with Sean, I'm going to play a new bit that was recorded at the Tin Roof Open Mic. So thank you very much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the interview with Sean. Uh, please, if you do, check him out on Instagram and TikTok, and check out his web series, The Pod Lodge. Thank you again, and have a lovely day. Hear that there's this uh, optometrist EVM artist in Baltimore. It's fucking true. It's an eye doctor, and he's also a fucking EVM dude. He's a DJ, and yeah, his uh, beat drops are kind of whack, but his eye drops are spot on. <laughs> and by that I mean he gets in the eye. You know what I'm saying? Is that another tag? I did another tag. Good. Um, uh, yeah, it's real. It's a real dude. He has got his EDM and he's an optometrist. And his slogan for his office is, uh, the music's so good you're going to be shaking your asses while you pick out your glasses. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like it too. It's, uh, we're on the same page, baby. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. I don't know if, I guess I'm technically a DMV comedian, but I'm really... Where are you, so where are you from? I'm from, you from Philly. Originally? I was in Philly. I started comedy in Philly in 2016. All right. And then I moved here last year because I got a chick pregnant. Okay. Who's now my girlfriend, so I should stop referring to her as a chick. But Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I've been here for a year as a Baltimore comic, but I haven't spread okay. out. I'm okay. not DMV. Like, I, I need to go to D.C., but... So how no long... It, dude, that's what I'm thinking about doing, too. Like, I'm thinking, like, Baltimore comedy is awesome, but I want to, like, spread a little bit to D.C. So I've reached out to a couple of D.C. comics to, like, learn of some oh, free nice. shows and something like that. But, um, so how long have you been, well, like... let me know at, what those are, dude. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'll send it to you after this. I'll send it to you after everybody this. Everybody I'm talking to, Like, you know, like, show, yeah, up, show up, you. go up. Oh, no, yeah. I got... Yeah, I got, I got an Excel sheet, and it's a nice summary of each day of the week in D.C. What are the shows and what, what type what type they are is yeah. that like personal to you or can i look at that no you can i'm gonna say i'll send it to you I, it's a it's a google doc 
Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out Daddy days. Google, dude. It's everywhere. Daddy Google. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're. Do you you're want to wait? So where do you? So where do you live? Where do you live now? So you're you're from DC. No. Or I'm no, you're from. Philly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're from Philly. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're from Philly. And, but like, where do you where do you live now in uh in Baltimore? I live in Fed Hill. Okay. Yeah. So like, um, there's a bunch of hot kids okay. walking around. Yeah. It's a good. I mean, it's a good area for shows and stuff. You know, just kind of like yeah. uh, like Fells. Yeah, you like run Fels that nice too. that nice show. The uh, you at should that think cheeseburger about. shop. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that absolutely. was a fun time, man. Thanks we for should call it the che- down at the cheeseburger shop. <laughs> yeah. that's not a bad that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I was talking to Bill. That was funny. Like I I had recently gone viral on TikTok that day, and I, I never had Ooh, gone nice. viral What's before. Your, so, what is your uh, what are your social medias and it's just and my stuff. name. Okay. Just Sean Elms. Just Sean Elms. Easy peasy. All right. But like, this is like a dumb fucking video. Okay. I, have you ever like gone viral before? Uh, so today I got 56 Instagram likes in an hour. So if that's so, not viral, yeah. I don't know what yeah. is. No, yeah. that's not viral. The only I was, ri- I was yeah. riding high for a minute. It was like, that's fucking yes. sick, dude. <laughs> I'm quitting my job. <laughs> you know. Nice, dude. That's like yeah. spreading from your balls to your asshole viral. That's yep, good stuff. For sure. Okay, what did you? So you went viral. What, is, what does that mean? Because you went for, for real viral, uh, viral. Well, dude, like I got like total like 11 million views. And what? It, and I'm only bringing this up because of and is the that with your So with your, uh, is that a comedy bit or is it with your? No, that's the problem. Okay, all right. So, dude, I make shit all the time and, uh, like, make thoughtful sketches, stand-up clips, all that. I've yeah. Web series. Been doing it for years. Yeah. And what's, your web seri- went, what's your web series called? Uh, it's called The Pod Lodge. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And you so find that on uh, YouTube? Yeah, just on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, four, oh, yeah. Seri- four episodes. Pretty good. Nice. Just made it. Nice. Um, but this fucking video, I went viral for the first time and got... Like across like a million views and me and Bill Frank, I was like, dude, it's gonna happen. It's yes. gonna happen. <laughs> That's awesome. And as that happened, it gets viral. You realize you hit a million views and you're like, oh, this stinks, dude. Yeah. Like all, it's just a hollow how, feeling. How so? Wait, how how does it how does it stink? Because it's just so many. It, it's, it's meaningless. So many, okay. It's meaningless. I deleted so many TikTok off my, off my phone and okay. then it went away. Because it was too many notifications. Nah, I just didn't want to look at it anymore. Plus, my TikTok feed is all like young right, right. babes, you know? I feel like a creep. Right. But anyway. But I now just, you're a rising star on TikTok. So did you, what was your plan after that? Did you, follow, did you follow it up or did you? No. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. I did. So I got all these views. I you got, got all these views and you're like, this is the time. The, so the skillet I, is hot. I got to start. The iron's put hot, up a say, fucking, time to strike. The iron was hot. Know? And I put up a, just like a, like a one-minute stand-up clip to see... I'm like, oh, all these people are going to the page. Right. Like, Did you comment on the video and be like, were you like, follow me here, do no. this, do that? No, I didn't want to seem cheesy, but I did do that, and it didn't fucking help at all. Ah. That's the thing, too, is like. Because you like, missed the wave, do you think, of like, you no, did too I, late? No, I think or people don't give a shit. They there? just like scroll, and they keep scrolling. Rather like like, and that's, and that's it, and then you're back yeah. in the abyss. It's like an ocean yeah. of content. So, like, all I learned from it was that, uh. It's essentially meaningless. I got like crushed by a ton of comments saying I was a bad parent. That's what I meant to say. Was like, I put all this time into all these like thoughtful sketches. I write scripts. I do all these things. I right. Because you have some bits where you say like, oh, I'm an I'm an I'm a transition into an actor. You know, you actually so you actually are like an actor. Yeah, kind of. I mean, well, you have your. I I decide I'm an actor and I act in shit that I write for myself for sure. But this video that went viral was just something I. It was just I just filmed my son jumping in a thing while I was hung over. So it's like okay. I just texted to my buddy. I was like, he's like, what's up? I'm like, 
this is what's up. It sucks. It's early in the morning. My son's bouncing. And right. Thing. And you put that on your TikTok or not yet. Only because a- I just texted him. And then a week later, he's like, I bet you that would go viral, dude. And I was like, I don't oh, know. my gosh. It wasn't and then like a week after, and then-, and then like, so like two weeks later, I was taking a piss and I used my phone when I pee. Of course, who doesn't? I mean, I know it was used to be just right. when you shit, but now when I'm standing, I'll still fucking. It's all the time, baby. Downloaded TikTok because I don't keep it on my phone. Cause I don't have TikTok, not you, yet, but it's. I started putting shorts on YouTube, and I found some success. Like I've gotten, you know, like a couple with a thousand or whatever, and some and some yeah, shit. Yeah, you probably have success on TikTok. It's meaningless. I can't emphasize. Wait, so that like enough. you're saying, so the very next one, did it have like 200 views or whatever? It was just like nothing. Yeah, nothing. Like, happened. There was no There's residual no, like, bump. I don't know. Maybe Dang. I got like a thousand. Do you think followers, it was, it was like, like a, it was so wholesome that it was like, oh, we can show this to anyone? I think it was like because you didn't curse had, in it, you didn't, you know, and it was like, yeah, people, it's yeah. like relatable. People like to see like bullshit relatable content. It's basically yeah. like a meme, right? And right. then afterwards, I'm like, oh, maybe they'll like my fucking bits, right? And no. So what is so now? What is your TikTok altogether? Is it is it mostly bits now, or is it more stuff like that where you're doing oh, no. little short no, videos no, I and still, ideas? I really only had put one thing up since then. It was just a stand-up clip. Okay. I don't take it seriously, the TikTok stuff. I just... Yeah. I should I should reformat it. Like, for the show, for this web series, Yeah. trying to get eyeballs on it is crazy because there's so much shit out there. So I'm like, oh, you can make a TikTok, and I'll just cut clips from the show and give that, put right. that out there. Right. But I haven't done it. It's a lot of work to just... Oh, absolutely. That's why all those, like, professional comedians have, like dorks who do it for they them. have teams around them of at least three or four people that are just doing that all all the time yeah 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 so like i don't you really I'm are your own dork. when you're in comedy you really are your own business you know to a certain degree especially when you're early on like you have to do all those things you have to clip it you have to market yourself you got to book yourself yeah but yo yeah oh uh, yeah and i stink at that dude because yeah it's t- it's t- well I mean, you it's know just dude tough you're a fucking yeah. scientist like i don't know how you have time to be a to run all these shows and you're well married. it's not too much i mean it is i want to optimize my effort to output for comedy, which is why I'm like happy that the vagabond, you know, recently happened because that was definitely a good opportunity to network and get a, in front of a, a good amount of people that are just there to see comedy. Which was my first. That was like my probably biggest first show that I've done. So yeah, how did that go? I I saw it was good. Yeah, things. there was like 70 plus people there. I hosted. I opened. It went really like went good. Nothing. Everything everything worked. Everyone f- killed. Awesome. You know, meaning that like everyone everything that was supposed to land landed you know to whatever varying degree for all the comics but nice what um and we had umar khan was the headliner for that and that yeah, was that was fucking sick how did you um Kyrie creek and sean leverett so just like three great featured you know comics on it yeah and then and then and then, and then others yeah and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah well yeah and then well, but everyone so and then it was so it was opened by adam uh friesman and he had a great set Boo. and then it was Followed by Kyrie and then Roberto and then Bill Franks was the only other um, guest, you know, whatever, less, you know, like just six minute, five minute set. But everyone had a good set. And then, of course, the three Kyrie, Sean and Umar had like just leveled. And, you know, you could see the, you know, this is why you paid to see these guys, you know, versus yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you're a guest set. But at this point, it's all about just getting in front of more people and networking and, you know, trying to get better at doing stand up. So, like, it's not about making a ton of money. Like it's more about like, you know, creating an environment where like I can be able to network and interact with some people like that. So I think it was a success in, in that regard for sure. That's sweet. So what is your, like, do you have like a, a goal for like what you want out of comedy? I want, I mean, 
it would be nice to do it full time. Like it's something, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's always nice to do the thing you're passionate about, but at the end of the day, you have to realize it's a hobby for now. And having a daytime job is not necessarily negative because it can be a fodder for new material and shit like that. So, you know, I think ultimately yeah. I want to move towards that. I think I want to keep establishing myself in Baltimore comedy. Cause I've, you know, my wife, Amy is here. She's got a business here. Like I want to be here for like a, you know, long period of time, but obviously the next sort of thing would be to, like, you know, what you want to, you know, move, you know, try to expand a little bit into D.C., but then also New York, too. So have you have you done any stand up in New York? Yeah. Yeah. I. Um so you've been doing it. So I'm sorry. Say one more. If I don't know if you said it earlier. Um, I'm like sweating profusely. I just hopped off a bike and we pretty yeah. much started this <laughs> dude, podcast. Right. Um, I, and it's yeah, hot. I'm, I'm wearing, I'm wearing pants. nervous, dude. No, no. Um, um, so you're asking when I started? Yeah. So when did you? Yeah. So when did you first? Um, I started. So start I started comedy like in 2016, ago? but okay. I started doing stand up at the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. So I did. I did improv and sketch for like a full two years, pretty much before I started stand up. Oh, really? So okay. I had like, I had like some did legs. You? I had like performance legs and writing yeah. legs, and I also was a and still am like a. A writer in ad agencies right so right. i was always writing and okay. then i was performing and then right. i'm like so i never thought i would that. do stand-up and then i was like oh fuck i do all the things that the i have like the Chops. ingredients of it yeah exactly just fucking do it and i did it now did you were you the one that decided okay i should go on stage or did you have like someone that said hey man you're funny you should go try going to do stand-up and then once you decided to do stand-up, what was your preparation for your first set? Like, did you write it out word for word, or was it just like, oh, I'm going to go up with these ideas and just wing it and see what happens? Because that was definitely me. I went up there with just ideas and just kind of wung it and was wild. And, like, people were like, that's awesome that you do that. And, like, you that's know. That's fucking nuts. Versus, you just, I'll tell you what I yeah. did, but you so, just. Sorry, yeah. No, no, no. You went up. You just. I had, like, a couple ideas. I'm like, I'm going to tell a story about the shitty oh, music story. theory teacher I had in college and i knew like some funnies within it but i was mostly just like yeah just being yeah. wild and eccentric and loud and whatever and like that was the kind of funny in it but yeah did you have like uh for being not that i've been doing it a long time but for you being relatively new your stage presence is pretty insane oh, thanks. i appreciate it. i mean and, like you have like you have like a voice already i try i mean yeah i try to yeah yeah you know. have like and I'm same with you. You're good at like we, you know, spinning yarn, so to say. Like you're good at taking one subject and getting multiple punches. That's the way it I, and seeming conver- conversational. Yeah, that's almost. the way I just like always have done it. Where like, I would always try to just have five minutes on a subject, and then right. it ends up being two and a half by the end of the month. Right. Once you whittle it down, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. But um, but yeah, you have like, the way that your like your stage presence is insane. Like I was saying, like, for being new, like. I literally did shows like I was performing for like almost two years before I even tried stand up. Okay. If, if I look at tape from when I first started, I'm holding the microphone with two fucking hands. Yeah. I still do that sometimes. But deer, like, deer in the headlights. It looks like I look like a like a. It's bad. It's really embarrassing. Yeah. Versus now, you look very. I mean, yeah, you're really natural up there. I am trying, but um. What was the, oh when I started I actually did, yeah what was your prep so once you decided you were gonna start I actually, what was your preparation again for the first did set? I fucking drop my feet go? I did a class okay at, at Helium Comedy Club in Philly oh but that's a huge club yeah and they, yeah. you could do a class there so it's probably the same thing as if you if someone was to do one at like the DC Improv so like right. you have like a fucking teacher who 
It's funny because now I'm friends with the guys who teach there. That's awesome. Yeah, but that like, shows your progress, though. That's that's good. Yeah, thing. but like, so I did like uh, I did a class, and then it's kind of the best way to do it, I think, if you're unsure, because they force you. You basically have eight weeks to put together five minutes. Okay. So every week you have to come with joke ideas. Right. You work them out with like whatever and then with these people someone that's hosting there someone that's working their way in there yeah and then you um and then you have you have to fucking do it you you have a show you have a goal like on the calendar and then it's like a very supportive show right so the funny thing is and the the same class right that's all the way to the end and then they're like mostly the audience right and then everyone brings like a fucking then you bring like your family or whatever and yeah right you get a good show and it's like it feels good you do a club right so but then you take that act that is like kind of a, essentially a type five. Like mine right. is like a type five. Right. I still one of my best jokes I have is still from that fucking set. That's and all. But that goes to show you that like those things do work. You know, some people just write that stuff off right away. Yeah. You know, taking God classes or whatever. But you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. Goes to show because I didn't do any of that. I've just done only. I, I did some a writer mic for a time when I was in Milwaukee. I did I did comedy in Milwaukee for like six months. And there was like during the last three months of it, there was a writer's mic where it was only comedians. It was like during the day in a comedy club, and that was kind of my experience with like almost like a comedy class. But I never had anything formal. But that's cool to hear that you had like a positive. You came out with a really nice product because yeah. you put in the, you know because you're putting in the work, right? You were thinking yeah, you about also it, put but. in fucking four hundred dollars or whatever. Right. Okay. Right. But so, like, yeah, I got yeah. I got a Black Friday discount. Like, I really delayed nice, it. I'll nice. I'll tell you this though. Or you took advantage of the discount. You know. I didn't. Who also, knows? to be fair, I didn't tell Just anybody right. once oh, I yeah. started and like whatever. Yeah. I was embarrassed by the fact that I did a class. Yeah, I didn't want to do my my significant other couldn't like wrap her mind around me being like I don't really want you to come my first time doing comedy. Like I'm gonna buy yeah. you know whatever. Like it's such a personal thing when you get up there the, fir- the first time it's tough to want to have like your best friends or even like your significant other want to see you you know yeah yeah, uh, yeah it is it is fucking weird and that's what sucks about these bringer shows so like so to answer your question about doing stand-up in new york i've done it a few times like before the pandemic i was going up and doing doing a lot of like essentially bringer shows like with these bookers right and then you do one good bringer show, and then they give you a couple shows after that that aren't necessarily bringers. Okay. So I, and but it's cool because you do some of the clubs, you do some of the low end clubs, but you, you're in there. Right. And then I've gone up there and done like my friend shows, and like I host. I was there a couple weeks ago. I hosted a. Uh, I hosted a rock, found uh, like a found not a found yeah foundation like like a fundraiser. Oh, awesome! So I hosted for like music. Hell yeah. Oh, nice! I, a couple weeks ago, I I was uh, did comedy for music. Did you? Yeah, How'd that go mu- for you? Uh, it went pretty good. I had to like really hit him over the head with the punchlines. You know, I felt like I really had to go for it because they were all just like standing, mulling around, getting beers. Like, was it like I was an intermission? Like, it was first uh, solo act that like layered a bunch. He was like recording loops and layering shit on top of each other for like thirty minutes, and then I f- went up cold after <laughs> that and was like, all right. Wait, we are. so the, you went, they went first and then you came on? Yes, and then music was to follow. Then my buddy followed me, and then he played like a, he was he was on tour, and he was playing at the Charm City Mead Work, which is where Adam Friesman has his, like, monthly showcase sure. there. So that's where I was doing a guest spot on Adam's show. I met the manager, and the manager was like, oh, we're getting to music. And I was like, oh, my buddy's on tour in Baltimore, and I put him in connection, and then he set that show up. But Nice. Yeah, so I followed. It was, like, some local band, and then... Me and then my and then my buddy and I really I mean it went fine I got I got some one of my reels on Instagram is is from 
from that. So it went pretty. It went. It went like good. But I Hell felt yeah. like I really had to be like, all right, it's different. It's a, a lot different of get a little, little extra pizzazz. You have to, to catch come out. Attention. You have to. It's one of those where you have to come out and you be like, who's fucking drinking? Yes, <laughs> you know, right. Like, but you have well, but it was like rock. kind of a mellow, like hippie kind of crowd. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it was like oh, they actually oh, oh. would not. Like I kind of had a. It's like who's fucking smoking? <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes. That's funny. Yeah, I had to host, and like, that's crazy because like no one's ready for the show yet, and you're like, all right, everyone, fucking bring it in, bring it in. Right. Let me tell you about my fucking right. view on the movie Parent Trap. Get in here. That's such a good bit, by the way. I'm not gonna ruin it, but you should. Oh, thank you. It's it's an amazing. It's a great arch. It's a good. Yeah. I, it's a polished, done bit that you can bring back. It's and it's evergreen. It's timeless, yeah. which is which I is appreciate nice. it. I think it's hack, kind of. Because, no, it's good. It's got um, a bunch of punchlines. Like that's an example of your spinning yarn, where it sounds like you're just having a conversation, but you got a bunch of punchlines kind of woven throughout there. I'll say this though, actually, like, um, why why I think it's hack? I'm like insecure about that bit because like, um, I think it's funny, and I think mm-hmm. people like it. Yeah, and I think it's like, you know, like white girls are like, oh hell yeah, it's a bit for me, you know. It's but a I'll 90s, say right, the reason I did it movie. was because I gave myself an exercise, a writing exercise. I was like, people always have bits about like a movie or a show, like all these great comedians. They have a movie about, they'll have like, like Louie did a bit about like um, that Matt Damon movie where he's smart. Ultimatum? Born uh, Ultimatum? <laughs> no, 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 no. Born Ultimatum. Uh, the one, uh, how those apples, how'd you like those apples? With Robin I've never Williams. Heard of, oh, it's like okay. the biggest movie of all, ever. Really? I've never heard of this movie either. Yeah, you have. Damn. Yeah, you have. Whatever. That your forty listeners are gonna are gonna crush you. The fucking he's a smart kid. He's like a smart blue collar kid. He's yeah, a genius. I'll have to watch it. I'll have Whatever. Louis well, got a bit on that movie. Okay. All and right. then like, Mulaney's got all these bits on like uh, Law and Order SVU. Hell and I literally was I like, watched a lot I, of SVU in college. And like people, yeah. I put in my, I put in time. I almost took a class. Basically, took a class in SVU with how much SVU I yeah, watched dude, in college. You could, you could probably do some crime scene investigation around this place right here. Yeah. Hell yeah! No, this is great background noise. This is yeah. all. This is all perfect. I this is what the pot is. Yeah. Dude. By the way, to the listeners, thanks for doing it, dude. If you I haven't, if you it. haven't yeah, you given up yeah. on the, uh, no way, yet, dude. There's a uh, good engagement. <laughs> okay. All right, With listener. The 40 just so you know, I those have. yeah, that consistent noise. We're inside of a, like kind of like a drinking beer garden type of thing outside the tin roof, and people are playing cornhole, and that's what that noise he- is. Hell of a cornhole and tournament. You hear that? Going that's a cornhole. That lady missed. The only time you don't hear it is when they get it in the hole. Yep. Anyway, I get I, all these people had bits about us, like you, movies right, right. or a show, and I'm like, Back let to me. The try, I literally was like, let me try that. Right. I was like, let me try. I was like, that's a fun exercise. Right. I have all these bits. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And then that's what you and, and then I, you dig that out. Literally, I wrote that, and then it kind of worked right away. And then I tweaked it a couple times. So that brings me to a question I ask like a lot of the guests of the podcast. When you yeah. write, are you writing physically on paper? Are you writing on your phone? Are you doing voice memos? What's your process for? Um, I write in, I, I, usually I'll have like bullets and then I'll try to go on stage and see what I think is funny about it first. Okay. So like see if the premise is funny, like on its own. Right. And then... I write in Google Docs and I write it I write the bit out like hard as if it's like uh like an essay. Kind like of. word for word. Like word for word I write it out, but I try not to remember it word for word. I try not to And that's some of the director, actor, 
in you, right? Like writing scripts and stuff. Well, like you write, you got to write, write for beat for beat with scripts and stuff. Yeah, I write. I write for a living. I write every right. day for right. my job. I write advertising, but okay. it's also like I write for brands. So I'll write like a fucking, I'll write a manifesto for like this restaurant right here that we're right. next to. So you if they were applying for some upgrade yeah. or something, like you would write the why they would do it or yeah. So I know how to write, and it's interesting because it's like I can write a really like smart bit, but a lot of times you don't know it's funny. Until you do it, so like, it's I guess like an advantage, but it really doesn't work that like. Right. You're, you really gotta just make it work. So you gotta take so a lot of attempts with bits. Yeah. So most times I'll see if it's funny. Yeah. Kind of bring it up on stage, the premise, take it to a Google Doc, and kind of like section it out. Like I said, like I kind of do like a while, because. I write as many punchlines as I can about it, or like many angles. So it'll be like, all right, what's the angle on this? Right. Here's this angle, and here's two lines about that angle. Right. Here's this angle on that topic. Here's two lines. Here's this angle. And then you basically have these little chunks of a topic, of a bit. Let's say your bit's four minutes, and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, that that chunk doesn't really work. Let me just get rid of it entirely. And now you get down to this like two and a half minute bit of like, and it's maybe it's four chunks and it works. Right, right. I'm saying chunks, it's just like because you can copy and paste. Ideas. Like, do you take t- so you do work on like a computer sometimes with comedy? I yeah, I always work on a computer. I can't okay. read my own handwriting. I'll write shit down, but then I don't know what it says later. Right. I write it down before I go on stage, so it helps you remember. Right. But I'm never looking at my notebook because I don't know what I said. I, I can't fucking read it. Right, and that <laughs> just stresses you out. You're like, oh wait, what's going on here? Yeah. You're like, ah, it's just if you looked at my book, I you wouldn't know it. It says. Right. Yeah, that's similar. I mean, I think when I'm, like, writing an Bunch idea down in a notebook, I have a very similar response where it's, like, you know, not as great of handwriting versus, which is why mostly if I get an idea, I try to write it in my phone. Yeah. And then when I go to stage, I, like, I will take the time to write really slow on a, on a small, like, set list of just, like, one word that reminds me of what the bit is. And yeah, like yeah, go yeah. With that. That's good to do it. On yeah. stage, I just do yeah. I just do bullet points exactly like how you have it. Like, I'm going to do a... A joke tonight, and then the bullet point is gay sex. Nice. And yeah. it's like, oh yeah, that's that's what I Perfect. need to know. And then I'll fucking yeah. talk for two minutes, and you yeah. end up forgetting a lot of shit. But it's better than like looking at your book. Right. Like it's fun to kind of live in it and see if you can remember it, and it keeps you honest. Right. I got to get better at that. Like I do, like take the time to pause and like, because I'll bring up I have more bits than I'm gonna do, and I kind of pick in the moment and be like, okay, let's try this, let's try that. Well, no, but, no, I don't think that w- the I way I do it is necessarily correct. Like that's fine. Like there's so many different ways to do it. It right? honestly could be like insecurity and like stage fright that I'm like not so being patient and yeah, but it's because I can't read my shit. Right. <laughs> so was your was your first set was a beat for beat when you went up? Yeah. Beat first for beat. Time I ever right. Did it. You had it memorized, like, all right, this is... And it went really well. Nice. And now that we're talking about it, I probably should get back to that. Right, yeah, totally writing it out. The irony is is that I'm a professional writer. But you're doing a lot of stage time. But you're doing a lot of stage time, too. So, So, yeah. It's just funner. It's like, because... I don't know if you remember, like, when... So you present for your job, and you probably presented for, like... So that's why I'm good at doing, I think, having good good stage presence. In grad school, I would have to give these hour-long talks on topics or papers and papers that I would be like just reading two hours before and being like, Oh my God, I didn't know there was 18 figures and like rushing it and then being like, all right, just kind of talking through it with 30 people in the room and acting like I know what's up. Like, I think that skill helped out this (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah. They feed each other for sure. But I always felt that like, and that's, I think why I did improv first was because like, 
if I went up there and just bullshitted a speech on, like, let's say whatever topic, let's say it's a, like a presentation in college or something that most people have to do. Right, right. Everyone has to do that, even right. high school. I could go up there and make it up. Yeah. No problem. Thousand percent confidence. Just being, like, authentic. But if I have to start remembering facts and remembering things, right. that's when my nerves kick in right. if I'm getting the script right. Right, and nerves can be helpful sometimes, but and then also at the same time not. You know? Yeah, well, I never had the work ethic to be prepared, so. Yeah, yeah, no, same. Yeah. Did uh, did you go to college? Yeah, I did. Where'd you? So, what was your uh, what was your degree in? Uh, advertising. Okay. Oh, yeah. nice. And so that's I'm what very you're, so that's much what you're like still in. Man, there's bugs out here, dude. Yeah. So I, I did. I'm doing exactly what I was like. Hell yeah. Trying to do when I was in college, except now I like comedy better, so it's like. And now, what's the future? I mean, just wrapping this up. I pre- first of all, a I appreciate you on a moment's notice. I walked up to you and was like, "Can you do this, this podcast?" Is sweet. I mean, well, yeah, this yeah, was sweet. I, I like want to have you back later. on it, and I want to, you know, I like, do this one ever, man. This and I want to like, and I want to like, you know, catch up and be like, "Oh, what have you done since then? And what are you, you know, the things you're working on? Like, cool. how have you grown on them? Like, I want it to be a moment to pause with comedy because we don't get to do this too much and like talk about what the process is and you know whatever and catch up on it. So, what are you planning now, like, from today to the you know future and and, and whatever? Like, what are you trying to? work on or are you trying to like do in terms of yeah that'll take your comedy kind of to the next level and then um, wrap up good question i will say to to your to your to your little fan base that uh this guy fucking rules by the way oh yeah and nobody this early into comedy does this many things like producing shows oh, yeah, at, nice, like you produce the best shows in the city i appreciate that man like I, it's I not even it's a joke i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's people who disagree with me or whatever but like as far as like an open mic is concerned, like your open Nexus mic is, is a, a good show, time. toasted bun, you do, you're doing it as good it's as anybody can do. Only good though it. because it has good comics and the audience just comes and supports. Not and every gives comic's love and good. Stuff. Yeah, well, sure, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there you're are. You're producing good shows. Yeah, just Thank take you. take the compliment. That, Thank you're you. doing, you're Thank doing. You. I appreciate it. That you're doing this. You're clearly bright and you're like good, kind of right away. So thanks, bro. Uh, you guys are listening to the right podcast. Hell yeah. Um, as far as what I'm gonna do next, I. So I just made a web series, yep. which you guys should check that out. It's called The Pod Lodge. Um, so check I'm going to keep out. trying to promote that. I'm just trying to get a solid hour. Um, and then, so I have, I'm in a theater company in nice. Philly called Comedy Sports. Okay. And at the end of next year, I'm going to start trying to put like a weekend together where I'm headlining. So awesome. I want to have an hour ready for that. By, How big is the by theater? Like a year. Sits like 114 people, like okay. seating wise. It's like a nice like black 100. box, like improv theater. Nice. It's fucking sweet space, and I'm there all the time. But I basically need to add, like, I'm trying to get like 15 more minutes this year. And then um, that's kind of just and the that goal. That just comes just through get, writing. Get do you write? So do, you, do you try to write every day? No, I don't try to write every day. I do just write every day for a living. Yeah, right, for your job. But, like, for comedy, it's just oh, whenever ideas hit you is when you r- take them down and I would work like on them. To, I would like to be disciplined about it. Like, I think you should I write I think I'm similar. Day. I'm a, frankly, I'm similar to you. I think you should write yeah. for, like, probably a half hour a day, just fart out what's in your head. Right. I probably write, like, twice a week, which is not good. And that's why I'm... At the tin roof right now. In the tin roof. No, it's a good show. It's good to work on. You know, it's all... I think comedy, you need to do stuff like this, frankly. You need to do open mics, free shows where you can work on new ideas that yeah. then you can take to pay, I'm you just, know, showcases I'm literally and stuff at a like point, that. So. Yeah, but and you also get We're in the grind, point, dude. We're in the... I have it, so many backed up bits that I have 
Right. I have so many bits on deck that I need to try, but I don't get on stage enough because I have a baby. Right. And um, yeah, how's the been the new dad? How has becoming a dad affected your comedy? Like positively, do you have bits based uh, you, on your? You on appreciate your it more. You have a different. You pivot in like what you want from things. Right. You know, you have a little. Uh, more your, paid your bits. Your goals change. Your goals become more like. Yeah. I'm looking forward tangible. I mean, frankly, You're like, like I'm looking forward to having a kid. You know, soon. And I, I you think should. I've, I've heard about that from dads being like it gives you a new gear of like focus of being like all right i gotta take this seriously and no make bullshit. my effort worth it you know you can so. only go out you're you can only go out x amount of times a week and you better make them count exactly yeah so there's that right yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're hyper, way more focused but then you also like your goals become more um insight like for example in my focus goal, in focus it's just like closer like more right. achievable like right and then from there especially with go. comedy like you know we're in this scene and like what other scene you're plugged in with and it's like you know there's a lot of good com comedians cir circulating around it you know yeah so well like my my i guess what i'm getting at is like before i was like yes i just want to do this professionally let me say yes to everything let me go out every night yeah it's kind of aimless other than the fact of like getting better right so it's not aimless but kind of you can right. waste a lot of time Right. Now I'm like, oh no, it doesn't I don't give a fuck if the scene likes me. Right, exactly. I don't care about making friends. I don't care about like it's focusing getting on, on your bar show. Exactly. I'm just I just care about like getting making real funny connections and, like, and yeah. I I just like I would like to make a good album and then from there go go with that and that's the cool thing with something like this you can plug four lines into it where like you could record an album with something like this yeah like if you had one that was like taped to your fucking you know your stage mic and then three out in the audience like that's you're gonna get good ass sound from something yeah. like this because it mixes it and you don't even need anybody shit, in the audience yeah right well yeah we could record an album right now dude yes right no what's one in the, the deal audience. with albums yeah oh yeah right exactly like like norm did i mean yeah. he just he just did it right <laughs> yeah dude that is a weird I concept. No, I rules. need the I need the laughs for affirmation. I couldn't yeah. do that. Nah, yeah. So the that's 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 the goal now. Like next Hell next yeah. year, maybe record an album and. Uh, I hear that. There. Well, I mean, that's why I'm excited to like you know we got Max's, but also the Vagabond. It's a hundred seat theater. It was a hot that's crowd, and like that sweet, could be a dude. venue that like you know whatever we get you yeah. in there like soon. Yeah, so. dude. Let me get I mean, on I love those, your let me you get one of those hot six yeah. minute slots, dude. No, no. I mean. Yeah, at least what we, well, so we're gonna figure out we're gonna do Abby Burger again, and you know some of these ones. If you've done a, a guest spot, we'd, be, we'd get you like a on the show, you know, build thing. Stage so. time is all I need. But, but I yeah, no, you're great. Him. I appreciate you doing this. Um, so Sean Nelms, check him out on all Instagram, YouTube, the Pod Lodge, right? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Pod Lodge. I think like I came on, uh, you're gonna help me promote that, and then we just sure. started talking about a fucking stupid ass viral video. No, no, it was good. Meaningless. This is exactly what it is. But it's it, a good. I just there was a lesson there, and I, I put to these share. out. These aren't necessarily going out once a week. It's when I record them. So like, whenever you have time to sit down and do this again and catch up, like you know, I want to have you on again because we barely scratch the surface, even into like our comedy styles and shit like that. But I know you got to go on stage. I got to sign up and shit. But yeah, um, hell yeah, I didn't I sign up either. Yeah. So, but you, yeah, let's let's. All right, let's go. go.